time to hit In the Shop with Steve, Kurt, Brian, and Dan. I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. In the Shop, your source for the latest information and advice on maintaining and repairing your vehicle on KGMI Newstalk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Dan from Bellingham Automotive. Give us a call, 360-676-KGMI. That's 676-5464. We'd always rather hear from our listeners and take questions on the air. Yeah, that's always better, right? <laughs> Fill up those phone lines. That's right. They've been pretty busy over the last few weeks. They have been. We always get stacked up at the end, so uh, call early and it's, we'll get you on the air. It's those sunny days that they nobody listens. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, last week we had the eclipse Yeah. while we were on the air. So my son got a good picture of it over on Faison Lake. You weren't supposed to. Were you? You weren't supposed. You weren't supposed to. But I don't. I don't know why. The pictures turned out great, though. Did they? I'd like to see them. Yeah. So we've got a number of things to talk about here. A little bit about uh, oh, some strife in the uh, automotive manufacturing world with the United Auto Workers, Mm -hmm. perhaps causing the uh, the the new vehicle shortage to hit a few other manufacturers. Yeah. And uh, you know, others are still trying to catch up. The new normal. The new normal. The new normal. <laughs> I wonder how long that's going to go. <laughs> BC in in another decade or two. BC it means before COVID. Before COVID. <laughs> and we're in the post COVID world now. And uh, some things have changed, and they're never going back. Yep. I had a, a customer who's involved in investment and, and economics, and and he he liked to talk about the term price ratcheting. And that's where the shortages cause prices to go up, but it's a ratcheting mechanism. They don't go back down. No. It's like a jack stand. When you raise it up, it goes up the notches, and uh, it, it, it sticks at that new new base point. That's right. A one-way ticket, like house prices in Bellingham. No, are you shopping? No. I was going to say. No. no. I can't afford a house here. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, talking to another customer about how fortunate we were to buy our property when we did. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, yeah. A tough world economically out there. Tough world. Number of other things to talk about, um, you know, in the the automotive industry, tire pressure monitoring systems, and the the changes in those over the years, and maybe a little background on why do cars even have these TPMS systems, and what brought that on? Yeah, I'm glad you brought this topic. I was actually talking with a customer yesterday about it. So yeah, there's you know frustrations. No matter what type of system your car has, eventually it leads to some frustration issues. If we go back, uh, boy, 30, almost 40 years, um, back in the day, um, the Ford Explorer had become the the new ultra-popular um, SUV. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the earliest ones, you know, the, the four-door, you got the wagon cargo space in back, four-wheel drive, sport utility vehicle. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that, that happened with it is the – the vehicle didn't ride as well as Ford wanted it to. So in their testing and, and everything else, taking it out on the road with prospective, prospective customers, mm-hmm. um, they found that it was a little bit rough. 
and the, the suspension really couldn't be modified to improve that. And they used Firestone tires exclusively on it at the time. So Ford decided, you know, if we just lower that front tire pressure down a little bit, we're going to take it down from, from 32 to 29, and it made it better. So then they lowered it to 26. Now, if you're familiar with tires and tire pressure, <laughs> there, there's really never been a car that ran their tires at, at that low tire pressure. <laughs> So the recommended front tire pressure on the Ford Explorers of the day was was 26 psi, and uh, that was uh, kind of low. And you'd mm-hmm. load that vehicle down, put some people in it, some cargo in the pack, back, and you'd go around that corner. the The front tire would start kind of rolling over. Mm-hmm. The cars would start to understeer, or you'd go into a corner a little bit fast and turn the wheel, and the car'd want to go straight. And then over time, your tire pressure went down a little bit more, as they do yeah. over time if you don't keep an eye on your pressure. Well, then the tire started rolling over so much on those front tires, it would come off of the rim, the bead would break, you'd sudden loss of air pressure, the rim would dig into the road, and that poor Ford Explorer would go rolling off the roadway at high speed, um, which led to many lawsuits many. Um, against Firestone, Firestone and Ford, which they effectively lost all of them um, for selling a vehicle with unsafe air pressures, unsafe tires, you, you name the unsafe, the, the lawyers picked it all apart, mm-hmm. and they paid uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. There were deaths, and, yeah. and some, of the, some of the money was, was pretty well-deserved. Um, yeah. The vehicle shouldn't have run such low tire pressure. And, and Firestone should never have let that happen for Ford to do that for ride quality. And these are just, we, I guess, talk about, they're the early ones, 91? I, into the very earliest ones. Yeah. So... Kind of feel in the early 90s. The, the earliest ones. And so eventually, um, you know, they changed the recommendation. They put new placards on the car to raise the tire pressure, and nobody ever since has recommended such low tire pressure um, because, unfortunately, tires just can't run that low. No. Um, but the federal government stepped in at that point, um, not only in requiring them to make those vehicles safer, but also to work towards um, vehicle manufacturers incorporating higher pressure monitoring systems, which we have in cars today. Yep. Um, so depending on your vehicle, you may get, you know, occasionally the, the warning light. Yeah. I, I've had it described as the horseshoe, <laughs> and, and it's a, a cross-section of a tire. Or a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> horseshoe with a baseball bat sticking in it. Yep. Um, and so it's an exclamation point with a cross-section of a tire, which means low tire pressure. It's one of the probably thousands of hieroglyphics manufacturers use on your dash Uh, these days you can just take a picture of it with your cell phone and google lens it and it'll tell you what it is because sometimes we'll have a car come in that i've never seen that warning light before yeah i don't know what it is (laughs) what's that mean (laughs) um and and so the the vehicle will through various methods monitor the tire pressure make sure they're not low yeah and you know how often do you have a car come in with one of those warning lights on dan oh there's a lot (laughs) there are a lot and it's constantly um most of the systems use an, an actual tire pressure sensor inside the tire, and it's powered by one of those little, uh, like a key fob battery, effectively. Yep. Yep. But it's molded into the sensor. It's not replaceable, not serviceable. When the battery goes dead, you put a new sensor in it, mm-hmm. um, which can be kind of spendy. I know uh, down at, at Burnley Automotive, they, they do TPMS sensors mm-hmm. there and, and replace them. But you can run two, three, four hundred bucks to replace a set of Oh yeah, sensors and and they their life expectancy is seven to twelve years. I, I give it 
12 on the outside. Some we've seen fail. The batteries just die at seven years. Right. Um, and you have to replace them and start all over again. A lot of people have a hard time swallowing that bill. And you do tires as well. We do tires as yeah. well. We do a lot of tire pressure sensors. I, I find the system to, to be those systems to be really accurate and really helpful, um, mm-hmm. especially we hit this cold weather. You know, someone comes yeah. in for an oil change, you're checking tire pressure. You know, I bet half the cars that come in have a tire or two that's starting to get a little bit low right now. Yep. Um, just as the, the pressure is uh, a function of temperature, which mm-hmm. law is that? Is that Boyle's law? Somebody can call yeah. and correct me on that. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> One of the laws of physics. Yes. Um, but uh, the the sensors help keep you aware of that. And we'll have somebody come in, and today's low-profile tires, they all look low when you look at Always. them effectively. <laughs> I go look yep. at your, your Acura out there. Your tires yep. look low, but I'm sure they're fine. Yep. Um, I got no light. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so – Taking care of the tire pressure, it's a big safety issue. If you run a tire low pressure too long, what's going to happen to it? Yeah, it's going to be the Ford Explorer. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the sidewalls deteriorate. Yep. You end up destroying the tire. And then, you know, you, you don't just need to put pressure, put air in it. You need to replace the tire. And on half the cars today, all-wheel drive, it's you don't have to do tires, one tire. Yeah. you got to do all the tires, yep. um, which is more expensive than a set of tire pressure sensors. Which, what, what did you call it earlier? Uh AC <laughs> after COVID, yeah, <laughs> those yeah. tires don't come as cheap as they used oh, to. Oh, everything's gone up in price, yeah. including tires. Um, but they've got some some of the early systems, and and now some of the the newer cars have gone back to sensorless systems. They don't have mm-hmm. tire pressure sensors. They just magically can figure out if your tires are low, sort yeah. of, sort of. Um, they call those indirect TPMS systems. And it's it's really a cool high tech way. There's so much electronics in the vehicle, and so mm-hmm. much data can be utilized from signals on the vehicle already to infer other problems or issues. So they actually monitor how fast your wheels are turning, mm-hmm. and a tire with high pressure will spin a little bit slower than a tire right. with low pressure. So if one of your tires is spinning faster than the others, it's going to assume that the tire pressure is low. Perhaps you put a smaller tire on there, but mm-hmm. I doubt it. <laughs> um, so they'll infer infer it from that. But what happens if you're, all four of your tires are a little bit low? Those indirect systems may not be able to catch may that. Grab it. And so we've run into some issues recently, and I know you have too, where you've got a TPMS reset button. Mm-hmm. that You push it until the light flashes, and then it goes out, and then you drive the car for... Yeah, <laughs> no, undetermined amount of time. 30 minutes on the freeway without turning in a straight right. line. You know, Good luck with that in Washington. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the system resets, relearns the wheel speeds, and then you know, it, it will use that as a baseline figure and right. determine when they're low again. But I get these systems in, and we'll reset the system, and, and then it just keeps coming back on. The customer's driving habits don't allow the system to do an appro- appropriate relearn. Right. We don't have roads that are that straight for that long for it to go through the process. Um, get east of the mountains, in those big fields. Pretty much. Drive. You know, to get between, halfway between here and Spokane, there's exactly. a nice stretch there's of freeway. Nice I need you to drive your car after yeah, we reset this Can you, can you this go system. there right now? <laughs> um, but just some of the, the problems that, that our customers run into and we end up trying to help resolve. Personally, I like the, the direct measurement systems. On my, my new Honda Crosstrek, 
I can just flip the little switch and go through the scroll through the information, and it comes up with a screen that shows me the exact pressure of each of the tires. In a car? It's a Crosstrek, Subaru Crosstrek. Oh, I thought you said Honda. <laughs> My new car. Uh, Honda. I had a new Honda 17 years ago. You did. You got 17 every, years you ago. Every bit of life out of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's kind of nice, and and actually, what's what's good to know is my TPMS sensors match my digital gauge in the shop to nice. the PSI. Perfect. Yeah. Once I put a new battery in the digital gauge because it was dead. Yeah. So, going going with back to tire pressure here, when like your Crosstrek is all wheel drive, and you get one tire that's low, it can give you it can give you differential damage if you're running that way too long, right? Yeah, they're with with most all wheel drive cars um, running with with a tire that's a different size, whether it's a little bit bigger, a little bit smaller, or extremely low tire pressure because or where, or where um, if you never rotate them, mm-hmm. um, that can lead to problems in the drivetrain. Mm-hmm. Um, there are clutches in most newer cars, electronically controlled clutches, um, the the differential, the transfer case, and and those things can end up having issues by running with tires of a different size. Um, there was a window of Subarus that 50 miles on your spare tire at freeway speed would damage a, a portion of the, the all-wheel drive system. And the newer ones are better in that respect, um, but you need to really be aware of, of any all-wheel drive cars and having uh, too high or too low a pressure on one tire or the wrong size or right. your little donut spare on there for an extended period that you, you're running the chance of causing some expensive damage. So how long is your donut spare good for? How many miles should you be on it? I think I, that's worth talking about. Yeah, and you'll look on the side of them. A lot of them will say for speeds lower than, than 40, 40, 45 miles an hour. And my recommendation is is that spare is enough to get you to the first location that you can get to that can fix your tire. Yeah, drive you off the road. Um, get, get you home or get you off the road. Yeah, and some manufacturers, um, and on, on my Subaru included, they've, it's a donut spare but it is a full-size diameter spare. Yeah. So at least it's the same diameter as the tires that are on there, where a lot of times in the past the donut spare was a tiny, short thing. Yeah. Um, and But because of some of the issues with those, they're really not safe. No. I mean, they're just not safe. If you've ever driven a car with one at higher speeds or gone into a corner, it does not feel safe. No. <laughs> um, you know, you'll, you'll turn a bad day into a really bad day if you're not careful <laughs> with one. Give us a call, 360-676-KGMI. You are in the shop with Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Dan from Bellingham Automotive. The Lummy Bay Market at Exit 260 is where you'll find more in the store. You'll find more in the store because there's so much store, almost 10,000 square feet. The Lummy Bay Market is where you'll find everything you need for on and off the road. You'll find the best value on gas and diesel, along with way more than you would expect out of a convenience store. There's a liquor department featuring a great selection of your favorite competitively priced spirits, wines, and mixers. And of course, you'll want to check out the huge selection of ice-cold beer in their massive beer cave. Want to grab a quick bite for breakfast or lunch? Don't feel like cooking dinner? At the Lummy Bay Market, you'll find a great hot deli counter, including our brand new fried chicken, chicken tenders, and chicken wings with all the fix-ins. Make the Lummy Bay Market your first or last stop of the day for fuel, food, and more. The Lummy Bay Market, just off I-5 at exit 260 on Rural Avenue. Open 24 hours, 7 days a week. Lummy Bay Market, where Where there's there's more in the store. store. At Puget Sound Energy, we're proudly aspiring to reduce our own emissions to net zero. 
and to go beyond by helping others reduce carbon across Washington. Together, we're investing in local renewables, strengthening the electric grid, helping customers switch to electric vehicles, innovating with low carbon resources, supporting our communities, and saving energy along the way. Together, we're creating a clean energy future. Don't put your golf clubs in the closet this winter. Take them to Volley Entertainment and Sports Bar in Bellingham. And this Thursday with PNW Perks, you can check out Volley for half the price. Virtually play some of the world's best golf courses with Volley's state-of-the-art golf simulator. And the whole family can have fun with their brand-new blackout mini-golf nine-hole course. Volley Entertainment Center and Sports Bar is adding more entertainment than ever. Blacklight miniature golf, pickleball, cornhole, ping-pong, pool, shuffleboard, a state-of-the-art golf simulator. Plus, there are TV screens all over Volley. Enjoy the 16 taps of local craft beer and snack on their great bar food. Plus, you can book your birthday or workplace holiday party at Volley. This Thursday with PNW Perks, you can get an hour on the golf simulator for two, plus a round of blackout mini golf for two, and you'll get it all for half the price. Head to pnwperks.com this Thursday at 8 a.m. to get in on the fun. Check them out in Bellingham or online at volleybellingham.com. Every day, KGMI brings you the latest news and information, and we also give you a chance to express your opinion on a major news story of the day. Go to KGMI.com anytime and take part in our daily news poll to see what others are thinking and add your voice. We'll have an update during the KGMI afternoon news, and we'll give you a final tally and a new question each day during the KGMI morning news. Be part of the conversation with the KGMI daily news poll, another informative and free feature from KGMI. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Welcome back. I just picture you right now in your little Subaru driving down the road cranking that song when you were a teenager. You know, it's it's, it's interesting. Growing up, I was not really a huge uh, Prince fan through high yes. school and just after high school. But but over the years, I've uh, definitely come to appreciate uh, his brilliance a bit more. <laughs> so what was once uh, a, a, a dislike is now a thumbs up. You were too cool for Prince. I was too cool for <laughs> too that. Too cool. It's more into the metal. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of friends who were really into Prince, though. Yeah. Well, you are in the shop, Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Dan from Bellingham Automotive. Give us a call, 360-676-5464. And uh, we talk about on the the show the, the, the supply chain issues, the lack of new cars, the lack of used cars, the high prices. You know, I just went through the... The, it was a positive experience, but yeah. but a lesson in patience to get a new Subaru. Yeah. And I drive by the car lots on on Iowa Street, and you know Honda Honda Subaru and Toyota. I think they just a, a ship must have come in because they've all got they some new up. cars on the Good. lots. Good. So, Good. You know, if you're going to go to Subaru, go down and talk to Chris or Tony. Tell them that I sent you. They'll hook you up. <laughs> um, but the, quite a few quite a few more. New cars on the import lots, right? And uh, which is good to see. I think a lot of them are already sold, just yeah. waiting for the buyers to pick them just up. Waiting. But we've got there's some turmoil in the future that uh, probably going to affect the American manufacturers a little bit more. I think already has, but could get worse. Yeah, the big three. We're we're all hearing about the strike, 
and uh, yeah, it's it's going to trickle down. I mean, now it's now it's going to start hitting us with getting parts. Um, you know, it's going to hit with new cars, and in the end, it's going to be a consumer that pays for it all. And anytime you have a situation like we've had, you know, through this COVID era, um, where the new cars aren't available, it just drives up the cost of used cars. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, the demand moves from the new cars to, to late model new ones, and that just that rolls downhill to even the least expensive cars. I mean, we we started to see a lot of it. I mean, it was every used car was, I think we said twenty on the radio, but I think it was anywhere from thirty to forty percent higher. Yeah, unreasonably priced. Yeah. And, and that just drove more business into our base of people, well, I'm just going to invest in this car. I'm going to drive mm-hmm. it for a few more years, which made us busier. Yeah. You know, which then, you know, we're backed up. We're having problems finding technicians. Well, and we just it, talked about it. it. It creates a whole new thing that people don't really think of. If we're, if we're backed up, you and I in the waiting room, we're talking about it. Somebody goes to buy a new car or a used, new used car to them. They want it checked out. And... Back in the day, we could say, okay, yeah, bring it in tomorrow. Let's check it out or bring it in, you know, within the next couple of days. That's not the case anymore. You've, you've, like you said, you're a week out. I'm a week out. And it's, uh, you know, will anybody hold on to that car for you for a week? Yeah, my experience has been no. Yeah. I, I, I feel bad when I have those discussions on the phone. I'd like to get a car and get it looked at for somebody. But, but we leave a little window in for those breakdowns or other things mm-hmm. that happen. And they usually get filled up. But... But then we have, you know, on Monday, we'll get like eight phone calls. You know, I need help with my car. Can I just bring it in and leave it with you? And that, mm-hmm. you know, that'll fill up the week worth of standby appointments exactly. that we had. Yeah. Um, things have softened a little bit. It's not as bad as it was for us a few months ago or last summer. But, but we're still busy. Yeah. And they still stack up. They do. But then that, that ends up with people that have bought used cars that have. Oh, the post-purchase inspection. into a nightmare. I had a post person post purchase inspection last week that uh, would have been it would have been a thumbs down, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the, the the seller had to sell it. They needed to buy a car and they bought it, and uh, it was was probably one they should have passed on. Unfortunately, yeah, and unfortunately that's probably more the case you see with the post purchase. I mean, you know, every once in a while you get one that came through. Wow, you did great, but a lot of them, it's yeah, it and. It doesn't mean they're they're wrecked or anything, but I mean, lots of cars get lots of let's say Ford do for spark plugs and likely some coils by hundred thousand miles, and they buy it at ninety eight, and it's not done. So you've got to tell them the bad news: you just bought this, but you've got this left to do on it because it wasn't done. Yeah, we had a we had a Honda come in that had a check engine light, but mm-hmm. it wasn't engine codes; it was transmission codes. And some harsh shifting and possibly skipping a gear. And, you know, it's end of life. Right. Uh, and and probably not worth putting a transmission in. And it's just, it's a bad situation when that happening. So I guess, you know, if you're looking for that used car and can't get it checked out, any of those yellow flags, just call them red flags and move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, better safe than sorry. I'd rather see somebody miss out on a great deal than to take a bad deal home. Yeah. Three six zero six seven six KGMI. Couple calls after the break. Here you are in the shop with Brian from Doctor John's Auto Clinic, Dan from Bellingham Automotive.
Are you looking for a pizza experience like no other? Look no further than All Time Pizza. All Time Pizza with 21 different fresh pizzas to choose from with a grand variety of fresh toppings. Craving a pizza adventure? Try their buffalo chicken pizza, Indian pizza, or Linden Lion pizza. You'll be surprised at the flavors and freshness. Their fantastic all-you-can-eat buffet provides you with an opportunity to taste and try many different types to find your favorite. Plus, the buffet includes a salad bar with all your favorite fixings. All Time Pizza has just opened their bar with seven taps, international bottled beers, huge selection of cocktails and virgin cocktails as well. Enjoy a whiskey sour or gin martini while ordering off their new Indo-Chinese menu with delicious roasted tandoori bites, fish fingers, or a must-try is their Chicken 65, just to name a few. Plus, All Time Pizza has catering options for your special occasions. Yes, all this, All Time Pizza has it all in Linden. All fresh ingredients all the time. Find them in Linden's Bender Plaza just north of the ball field and at alltimepizza.com. Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. Brought to you by Nieder House of Luxury in Bellingham. Dedicated to Service congratulates Allied Arts of Whatcom County upon their selection this year for the Community Impact Award. Allied Arts of Whatcom County is one of nine honorees of the 2023 Governor's Arts and Heritage Awards, the highest honor bestowed by the Governor's Office for accomplishments in arts and culture. Active since 1979, the staff and volunteers of Allied Arts of Whatcom County empower artists via events and gallery space, enrich school children through education outreach, and work as local liaisons to art and enthusiasts of all ages. Congratulations to all and thank you for your service to our community. Dedicated to Service is brought to you by Nieder House of Luxury with Bellingham's finest selection of jewelry including GIA certified diamonds and lab grown diamonds and custom design. Nieder House of Luxury, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's Back Patio. KGMI Connects with Joe Tian is about our community and you. you got a great program. You want to make it better? I do. Okay, here we go. For one hour of John and Rich. <laughs> and you are the referee. Join us each weekday at 4 p.m. for KGMI Connects. Those two guys are like Abbott and Costello. On KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM and KGMI.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Special Report. Trucks carrying humanitarian aid crossing into Gaza. The BBC's Debbie Ross reports. 20 truckloads of aid have crossed into the Gaza Strip through the Rafah checkpoint on the Egyptian border. They're the first humanitarian supplies allowed to enter since Israel tightened its blockade of the territory two weeks ago. But first, the trucks are being inspected. The UN certainly is present there, so they may want to carry out those inspections. Uh, And then, you know, this is all going to take time because they've got to get the stuff into Palestinian um, lorries so that it can then be distributed. The BBC's Tom Bateman. The aid comes as regional leaders are attending the Cairo Peace Summit. We're now calling for, and what we have been calling for for a few days, is to lift the total siege that has been imposed on Gaza for now almost two weeks. She is with the UN Relief and Works Agency for the Palestinians. CBS News Special Report. I'm Linda Kenyon. 
Welcome back. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Dan from Bellingham Automotive. Give a shout out to our co-host, Kirk from Angler Automotive. Got to get that L in there. Yeah. It's yeah. not Anger Automotive. He's, he's it's cooking Angler pancakes Automotive. this morning. Cooking pancakes. Listening to us. He'll probably call now. Yeah, probably. We'll get a text. All right. We, got, uh, we have Fred on the line here. Good morning, Fred. How are you? Are you there, Fred? Uh, <laughs> we have Fred's wife calling to Fred to let him know he's on the phone. Fred, are you there? We don't have a lot of time here. Yeah, good morning. There you are. Uh, yeah, uh, this question, I guess, would be for Dan. Okay. Two weeks ago, you did a good program on insurance. Yep. And I enjoyed the part about multiple car insurance, and that was an eye-opener. But uh, you got off just a smidge when you were talking about uh, – Checking your car out with these uh, testers and putting these, your stuff in the right hole and whatever you did with that. Mm-hmm. And very briefly, it was brought out that if you go into the wrong place, you could damage the computer on the car. And I'm sorry I can't say much more about that than that because it was so brief. But both of you at the time uh, agreed on that. And, and But, I, yeah, I've just never, ever heard that before on this show that, you could uh, damage a computer by running your testing equipment. And am I a little bit clear on that? Well, I think we were talking more about the insurance dongles they were putting in when they first came out. That so could the, be. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, I think it was more talking about that. I mean, you know, we see, I mean, Brian's seen it too, where the the communication with the, what is a DLC, doesn't work all the time. And that's sometimes things that are plugged into it blow it blow the fuse to it. Yeah, and we've also and, we've also seen those devices plugged in where they will disrupt communication between modules within the vehicle, so they cause secondary issues. They don't damage them sometimes, but they cause communication issues. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, well, thank you, Dan, and, yeah. and uh, that was an eye opener, and you were good on the show there. And we'll just uh, we'll look look forward to that. Thank you very right. much. Bye bye. Right. Thank Fred. you. Yeah, you know, with uh, the diagnostic tools in cars, we've had a few customers in recently that, that have new aftermarket stereos installed, and they'll mm-hmm. use these stereos that, that tap into or connect to the, the CAN bus lines, yep. the controller area network, the vehicle communication systems, and they'll actually display codes on the stereo itself, yep. Yep. Um, which is somewhat handy yep. on one hand. On the other hand, after it displays the code, there's a button that says clear codes, and so everybody wants that light off, so they clear the codes. And, That's uh, helpful for us. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, when you do that, you clear what's called the freeze frame memory, which is all the data that was collected when the problem occurred. Yep. That's very helpful. Time-saving uh, translation to it saves money in diagnostics if we have that information still there. Um, and sometimes there's more than one code, and then you know they clear it, and then only one code comes back, but the other two or three didn't, which can also mm-hmm. be helpful. So... Uh, the insurance dongles will sometimes have the ability to do that as well as other aftermarket tools. So be aware that if you're in that situation and you are going to bring your car into the shop to have it diagnosed. For a check engine light. For a check engine light. Um, that uh, not clearing the code can be quite helpful and save you money in the yeah. long run. And I think we touched base on that show a little bit. I I had Chris with me that doing the insurance, but... Um, I think we talked about aftermarket tuners, too. A lot of the diesels, I mean, you see it in some gas, but the diesel trucks have the tuners that are those plugged are, in. Those are highly illegal. 
Okay, we don't see any of those ever. <laughs> None. <laughs> hey, the, the, the EPA just busted. I think they're going after eBay now for selling them. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they might have gone after Amazon. They, they went after the, the Diesel Brothers in Colorado. Those guys were doing a lot of things they mm-hmm. shouldn't have been and, mm-hmm. and got caught pretty much outright. But, you know, the emissions modifications to your diesel truck and the tuner is illegal. And uh, So that box on the dash of my diesel yes. is a giant clock, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, those those devices that allow the diesel truck to roll coal. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. Do that. I'm, I'm too old to roll coal. <laughs> um, yeah, they're they're cracking down on those. May or may not have one in it, <laughs> but not not in the the sense that we're talking about. Yes, now. yes. Um, but they're they're pretty common out there. It's it's it really becomes important on the newer trucks where they use the the diesel exhaust fluid, the oh yeah, the blue fluid, def fluid, and and have the the high tech exhaust scrubbers um, where people try to eliminate those and eliminate the EGR valves that fail. I could go down the list of emissions mm-hmm. devices that fail on late model diesel trucks, but I don't want to bore you. <laughs> the show's only an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 only an hour, and I I I think it's above our pay grade. <laughs> they are expensive to repair and replace, so people try to illegally bypass them. Yeah, and a shop that is illegally bypassing them is running a risk. Even oh, small huge. shops have huge. been have been taken down with uh, hefty fines from the EPA. Yep. But we digress. We do. Um, we're going to take another break here in a minute, so uh, give us a call before we run out of time here, 360-676-KGMI. I want to talk a little bit more about the United Auto Workers uh, rolling strike that goes yeah. on, some production slowdowns, and, and what's that gonna, that's going to do to the automotive industry across the board. It's, a, it's really a big deal, actually. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Dan from Bellingham Automotive. DeWard and Bodie's 77th anniversary sale is on now at all three locations in Bellingham and Burlington. This weekend only, DeWard and Bodie will pay your sales tax on select in-stock appliances and mattresses or choose no down payment and no interest financing for up to two full years on qualifying appliances and mattresses. Now's your chance to upgrade and save this weekend on the largest and best selection of appliances, mattresses and barbecues in Whatcom, Skagit and Island Counties with special offers you won't find anywhere else. Shop in confidence at DeWard & Bodie with their 30-day local price match guarantee on qualifying in-stock items so you know you're getting the best price in town and the best price before the holidays. As always, with DeWard & Bodie, your trusted appliance experts will professionally deliver, install, and haul away the old stuff like they have for the last 77 years. Celebrate the savings this weekend during DeWard & Bodie's 77th anniversary sale with these special offers on now through Sunday. Financing OEC, offer qualifications apply. See store for details. Looking to improve your comfort and save money? Start with your home's largest energy consumer, your heating and cooling system. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO of Barron Heating, AC Electrical and Plumbing, with a check-all-the-boxes solution, the Daikin Fit Enhanced Heat Pump. This compact, all-electric system utilizes energy-saving inverter technology to efficiently heat your home in winter and keep it cool during the summer. Delivering year-round comfort, the Daikin Fit Enhanced Heat Pump is environmentally friendly, exceptionally quiet, and maintains maintains consistent temperatures. Plus, you can save up to 30% with the 25C tax credit. Right now, Baron Samus Cash Offer allows you to make a difference with no out-of-pocket expense. Pay no interest and make no payments for 12 months. Lock in 2023's prices and pay nothing until next year. 
Save energy, save money, pay later. Why wait? Call Barron today about the innovative Daikin Fit Enhanced Heat Pump. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. Welcome back. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic and from Bellingham Automotive. Give us a call, 360-676-KGMI. And uh, before our call from Fred there, we were talking a little bit about the United Auto Workers kind of rolling strikes they have going on, which are starting to escalate. Mm -hmm. Um, A little uh, conflict between the manufacturers and their uh, employee unions. Um, Record profits in some of the automotive industry through COVID. Basically, as supply was down, prices were up and profits are rising while selling less cars and uh, the employees would like to share in that income. Yeah, and they were held held back for many years on their pay. Yeah, through you go back to the, the financial crisis, the, mm-hmm. the failure of Chrysler, Chrysler being absorbed by other auto companies, Saturn going out of business. You know, nobody even stepped up to buy Saturn. They just let the, let the brand die. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, General Motors gone bankrupt, reorganized into effectively a new company. Um, and, and Ford somehow making it through unscathed, but uh, in, in some ways struggling a bit compared to what they were in, in right. decades past. And, uh, but all the auto manufacturers actually doing quite well as prices are up and profits are up. Mm-hmm. Yep. But with workers going on strike, that starts to complicate things for us. You were talking about uh, one of your relatives works up at a dealership up in Linden. Yeah, yeah. He's working in the parts store or parts counter, and uh, yeah, he's noticing it. He, we, Jackson and I talked about it a little bit before before the strike started, and he was pretty panicked. And I, I thought maybe it would get resolved before, but it did not. So you know, so many of the the original equipment manufacturer parts. You know, historically, the, the the supply chain's been really, really good. In the last 15 years, they've kind of gone to this model where, you know, a lot of times they don't stock parts for cars that are older than 10 years old. Right. Um, and, and now they've gone to, well, we don't stock as many parts. We keep them in our regional warehouses. And now they're getting to the point, well, we don't stock them in the regional warehouse. We have them in a national warehouse, and we oh. distribute them from there. So things have gone to being available today to being available tomorrow, right. to being available. <laughs> Three to five days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and I, get, I get this problem now where like I called for a part for a, a Honda, and given this is a, a, a 20-year-old Honda, but it's mm-hmm. a part that normally, historically, I'd just be able to buy. And it's just the door check me- mechanism that keeps yeah. the door from yeah. opening too far. Yep. And, and you know, one dealer is like, well, they're back-ordered. Another dealer is like, oh, those are discontinued. Yeah, it says mm-hmm. back-ordered, but we'll never get them again. And uh, so these these inexpensive parts that aren't a huge deal on a reliable car that lasts a long time, we're having problems getting the parts for it. And I'm down yeah. to having to get a used one off eBay. Yep, yep. We just went this way on a door lock, and it's what we have to do to take care of our customer. But you know, for things that were available now, they're not available now anymore. No. No. And as these strikes happen and their supply chain issues, certain parts they just won't start manufacturing again. Yeah, yeah, you'll see that that drop off of a bunch of the old stock. They won't won't redo. Yeah. Well, I guess that feeds the aftermarket and feeds eBay. 
Yeah, but they don't make door checks. <laughs> <laughs> that they don't. <laughs> All right, looks like we have Al on the line. Good morning, Al. Yeah, hi. I, I wanted to say something about the um, um, batteries that, uh, you know, just car batteries in general. Um, Costco has the interstate ones, but interstate does not back the warranty. Only Costco does. And also, I found this out by trial and error. <laughs> and also, I found out by talking to a representative of Interstate is that Costco buys them wholesale, and that's why they have to warranty themselves, and that's why their price is a little bit less. But they only you're like they'll warranty for three years, but not free replacement, just prorated for three years. The same battery I just bought one um, from an Interstate dealer. It cost me very slightly more, but I got a three or a three thirty month free replacement, and then it goes to forty five percent off after three thirty months, and then after um, uh, four years it goes to twenty five percent, and then ten percent off all the way to to six years. So the thing is, you get an extended warranty with the Interstate battery. It's guaranteed by Interstate, but if you go to Costco, you get their warranty. But usually, Costco has a better one. This wasn't true on the on the batteries. Yeah, that's uh, that Costco Interstate battery thing is uh, is is a little interesting, and, and the story actually goes a little deeper than that. Um, I'm sure it does. <laughs> and as when when Costco originally started selling those batteries, they were they were branded and looked almost identical to the batteries, the Interstate batteries you would find from Interstate dealers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were Kirk. But but and they've they've changed that over the years because uh, what what was found was that. They were selling an inferior battery with the Costco branding in the Costco store to the ones that the dealers were selling, yet the batteries looked effectively identical. Identical, um, yeah. There were, there were weight differences. Um, there were manufacturing differences inside the batteries where they were not made to the same standards with the same features, although externally they appeared almost identical. And we started seeing seeing where we would see interstate battery last, you know, five to seven years um, consistently on the ones that we sold. Yep. And then we're seeing these other ones with, you know, alternative branding yet looking identical lasting three to four years. And yeah. and so it's kind of hard when we have somebody come in, well, I can buy that same thing somewhere else yep. for, for 30% less um, when they're actually not the same thing. Right. Yeah, um, one's a said one that's out of three years then they don't do anything you don't get anything off uh yeah so it's a three year but it's not even a full replacement it's just uh prorated over three years yeah and so you want to you want to be aware that that battery you're buying that interstate battery that is being sold at costco is not the same battery that your shop is selling you that interstate battery that shop is not the same battery as the costco one there's a reason it costs more at the shop I just wanted people to know that because this is the time when everybody has to make sure they have a battery to get them through the winter. <laughs> yeah, and, and I've talked to the, the interstate battery representatives about that, and uh, and effectively for the, the people that come out to visit the shops and talk to people and market the batteries, they said, that's a corporate decision. We're not happy about it yeah. either. And I'll just yeah. leave it at that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> They used to have the, the batteries at, at Costco that were Kirkland brand. They were, but I think they probably were still made by Interstate. But that was probably twenty years ago. Yeah. I think there's only what two or three battery makers, manufacturers. Yeah, John, but Johnson Controls, AC Delco, and there's a third company. Yeah, 
All right. Th- thanks for the call, Al. Appreciate it. we got to take another break here. KGMI, you are in the shop. We'll be right back. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzy, there's nothing on my skin. And that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. I'm Secretary of State Steve Hobbs. Voting takes less time than picking out your Halloween costume. Ballots will be in the mailbox soon. Fill them out and put them in the mail or your nearest drop box. No stamp required. Visit VoteWA.gov for more information. That's V-O-T-E-W-A dot The general election is Tuesday, November 7th. Sponsored by the Office of Secretary of State and aired in cooperation with the Washington State Association of Broadcasters and this station. Cancer can be an overwhelming diagnosis, physically and mentally. Yoga offers a gentle and supportive environment to strengthen your bones and muscles. It aids in moving fluids through your lymphatic system, helping your body fight infection and disease, ultimately boosting your immune system. Free classes are being offered Tuesdays in October at Bellis Fair Mall. Register today at BellinghamAthleticClub.com because wellness is powerful. Welcome back. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Dan from Bellingham Automotive, 360-676-KGMI. We had uh, Al calling about uh, batteries there, the Interstate batteries, the Costco partnered version of the interstate battery, and uh, and then you know batteries. We keep talking about you know the the pricing effect, the price ratcheting, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I made the the joke. They replaced uh, in recent years the lead in batteries with gold. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and the batteries that that we're selling now are our cost is higher than than what we were selling batteries for five years ago. Oh yeah. Um, they've they've gone up in fifty to seventy percent on the price of batteries. Some have doubled in price mm-hmm. in the, in the last five to six years. Um, just supply chain issues, the cost of raw materials, cost of manufacturing across the board. Everything is so expensive, and it's shocking for us at what they cost, and now shocking for customers who've been accustomed to you know low lead prices and low battery prices for decades. They've Gone up as well. Batteries are the reason I'm not allowed on the counter anymore. <laughs> I, I had somebody call me and ask me a price, and I rattled off what I thought it would be. Old-timer memory. Yeah, and Derek came in and said, it's going to be best if you don't help people anymore. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk to customers anymore, Dan. It's all good. Yeah, yeah Dan, our cost is $50 more <laughs> than was. you just quoted it him. Was. <laughs> it was 25 different. Yeah, I've... Uh, I, I, 
I've got my service manager on family leave right now, and, mm. and I'm going through, and I'm well-tuned with certain pricing now. And yeah. I've gotten to the point that now that when I'm going to go through and quote prices, that, that I take time and I do an actual estimate to make sure I don't fudge on that. Because some of these parts that, that we go to buy, I'll buy, go buy a timing belt kit, you know, an ACE and OE-style timing belt kit. Oh, yeah. That's gone up 50% in the last three or four yeah. years. And and it's just shocking. It, it's, it's, it's disappointing. We, you have the same as we do. Lots of longtime customers that have had cars. Well, just like your Honda Pilot. Had it for years. And uh, w- we've done like a timing belt on it early in its life. And then now... What's that timing belt kit cost? It's it's crazy. Yeah, they've gone from $120 to $300. And when you look, the the labor is actually kind of relative. I mean, it doesn't change all that much, yeah. not near as fast as the parts. As the parts have. Well, uh, hey, let's squeeze in one more caller here before the end of the show. I think we've got Mark on the line. How are you, Mark? Hey, great. Um, the question uh, on the tire inflation sensors and, and the expense of replacing them when they malfunction or wear out is uh, – um, when replacing tires, can we just do away with the sensors? Well, there, there are some, some laws in place. Um, when somebody puts tires on your vehicle, they are allowed to service the vehicle, but the light has to be either working properly, meaning it's off, and it can't be on if it was off when it came in. So if your tire pressure light is on when it comes in, it's actually allowed to leave with it on. If the tire uh-huh. pressure light is off when it comes in, it can't leave with the light on. Um, so to so do a, if, that, if they were malfunctioning, it would be on. Yeah, and, so and if you went in and replaced the tires, you could just have them removed. Then well, they, they can't. They can't really remove left. them. They just aren't required to I would replace say left, them. Yes. Yeah. Um, but but be be aware that the the safety aspect of the tire pressure monitoring system is is actually one of the best safety features on new cars, alerting you to having low tires. the 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 cause of of flat tires, the inconvenience, the risk of accident, and and things along those lines. Um, the the benefits of having those systems working are pretty high, and uh, I, over the years I've become more and more. I have a stronger and stronger belief that that safety system and alerting people to low tires is not only saving them money and tire damage, but it's making the vehicle safer on the road. So I wouldn't I wouldn't discount the value of that system functioning. Right, but it but technically it sounds like you could get them removed if it was on when you came in because they're not working. Well, there's right. a, if they're if they're. they're if they're not if they're not working to remove them isn't really going to change anything and, and um, removing them wouldn't change yeah the light would still be on yeah if you don't have yeah. them, the light stays on yeah it would, it would just stay on right yeah, yeah. I, I would okay find if it's illegal to send the car out with a new light it would be illegal to remove the safety device yeah. that's installed yeah in the tire. It's, it's not something we'd we'd remove and i encourage people to fix it if you're buying new tires the sensors aren't that much more to replace at that point in time um, oh, I to, thought I heard you saying they were in well, the, the hundreds or something. Sensors but. are expensive, but the the labor is gone when right. you're doing tires. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. Un- unfortunately, what's happened, though, through the years is just like any other light like that that comes on, it's just like an alarm. You don't pay attention to it anymore. Yeah, and you just start start to ignore it. And And it's... It's like, you know, people, you know, they have a brake light. The brake light's always on. Does that yep. concern you? The brakes work yeah. fine. Yeah. The brake light's on. So, I mean, the safety features on a car, you go back 
40, 50 years when these didn't exist, a lot more people died in car accidents. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. You've been in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Dan from Bellingham Automotive. We will see you next week.